And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, Freedom will survive. Not only survive, but So guys, time to put on a packs. Time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us. For all those generations that's going to come behind us. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and, and our great republic. republic. It all begins it all with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipates your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, he's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now, he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, uh, culture, race, race and American, American politics. politics. They all have they one, all thing, have one common. thing in common. They all, they all need to cut, cut, cut the crap. crap. Now, here's now, your host, Jovan Pulitzer. Hey, folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer, thank you for joining me this evening. We've got all, We've got all right, right. Let me get that done. Hang on. Did you see that? I couldn't get my finger to it quick enough. We've got a new loop feature in it, and I just couldn't get it there quick enough. Hey, folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Thank you for joining me for Cut the Crab, folks. Uh, we're going to be talking about some Twitter crap. Is it bird crap? Right? Is it, uh, do you call them twits? Or are they called tweebs? Are they called twerps? What are they called? The employee tweeps. Well, we got a lot of tweeping going on. We're going to be talking about uh, Elon Musk and the layoffs at Twitter. Why is this a big deal? I want to be able to decode some of this for you so you understand 
This is going to be a talking point as we head into the midterms in just a couple of days. They're going to turn up the heat in the mainstream maladministration media that runs interference for the Democrat Party, and they're going to convince you that this was done to overthrow democracy (laughs) in the uh, United States of America. It's that bad. In an attempt to overthrow democracy in the United States of America because of Twitter and Elon Musk buying Twitter. Now, this is an interesting one that I can comment on personally. I'm going to take you through some of the things being said. I'm going to take you through how the mainstream media is trying to destroy Elon Musk. I'm going to take you through the punishment that the woke corporations are handing out. I'm going to take you through the ad agencies in New York that is all, should we say, all uh, working hard overtime to now bankrupt and permanently put out of twi- uh, Twitter out of business. If they can't have it, nobody will. Kind of sounds like a stalker, doesn't it? We're going to go through every bit of it. And I just want to remind you, in my past, I've been through this. I was one of the first dot-com entrepreneurs. Built a tech company from scratch, from nada, and built it up in a very short period of time to something worth over a billion dollars. Offices in Dallas, New York, Los Angeles, London, Hong Kong, etc. My partners in the deal were some of the largest, or at the time, the largest ad agency ad agencies on the planet and globally, which are the very people trying to destroy Elon right now. I've been through this having to cut employees, lay off employees, in an attempt to save a company and get it right. Now, at that time, Elon, Elon today is battling Twitter's payroll is approximately $4 million a week. That's their payroll. That's a lot of money. At the time I was having to go through this, my payroll uh, was $7 million a month. That's a tremendous amount of money back then. $7 million a month. It's called your burn rate, what it costs you to run your company. And what it cost me to run my company and pay everybody was $7 million a month. I understand how this New York Silicon Valley game is played. And I understand a lot of the optics, boo-boos, and crap that they deal with. And I also understand these people now that identify as woke. So I'm going to take you through this because you're going to be hearing some horrible things about Elon and locking people out, taking their laptops and everything else. So I'm going to unpack it for you because I believe you deserve to know the truth. I've been in issues. You can never win when you're either 
cutting back a company or you've come in to take over a company. And you can never win when you're in the position that Elon's in, same one I was in, that you're the chairman of the board, the CEO, and the buck stops with you. You cannot. You cannot get away from people attacking you. So as we unpack this, let's start with some of the media. Uh, and then as we do some of the media, we're going to go into some of these tweeps that are tweeping. That's a combination of crying and twitting over how bad they think they've been treated over this. And now media's prophesying the end of voting and civilization. Let's begin unpacking this. And by the way, if you haven't shared the program, would you please share the program right now? Will you use that one finger? Remember, it's a one finger word. Always has been, always will be. You want to give them this finger? Give them this finger. Share this button right now. Share it, share it, share it. Get it out there. Let's unpack this because I want you to be the smartest patriot in the room. Here we go. As new Twitter owner Elon Musk left a banking conference in New York City on Friday, scores of Twitter employees were being laid off, the company temporarily closing its offices and cutting workers' access to internal systems. The moves follow a week of chaos and uncertainty about the company's future under Musk. Simon Balmain has worked as senior community manager for Twitter in England and received Thursday's company-wide email warning of job losses. And it was about an hour after that that um, I found that my uh, work laptop was remotely wiped and access to Slack and Gmail revoked. Um, checked in with a few um, U.S. colleagues who were still awake, um, and many of them were reporting seeing the same thing. Musk, the world's richest person, is looking to cut around 3,700 Twitter employees, or about half the workforce, as he seeks to slash costs and impose a demanding new work ethic, according to internal plans reviewed by Reuters this week. Staff who worked in engineering, communications, product and content curation were among those impacted by the layoffs, according to tweets from Twitter staff. Twitter employees vented their frustrations about the layoffs on the social network using the hashtag OneTeam. User Rachel Bond tweeted, Last Thursday in the SF office, really the last day Twitter was Twitter, eight months pregnant and have a nine-month-old, just got cut off from laptop access. Musk previously fired the company's chief executive and top finance and legal executives. The Tesla CEO has promised to restore free speech while preventing Twitter from descending into what he called a hellscape. But his reassurances have failed to prevent major advertisers from threatening to withdraw from the platform. Musk on Friday pointed fingers at activists. I recently had a lot of difficulty with activist groups pressuring major advertisers to stop spending money on Twitter. This is despite us doing everything possible to appease them. Twitter did not immediately respond to a request for comments. A class action lawsuit was filed on Thursday against Twitter by its employees, who argued the company was conducting mass layoffs without providing the required 60-day advance notice, in violation of federal and California law. Okay. Well, um, you're going to quite you're going to start seeing a lot about um, this threatened lawsuit, this class action, and. They have, employees have gotten together 
and filed the class action based on actually kind of a obscure law in California that basically says that if you're going to lay off people, <laughs> that you have to give them 60 days notice. Now, this is what's called the WARN Act, W-A-R-N Act. And they want to force the site to obey. Now, uh, you're going to see how these issues crisscross each other. And you're going to see it's just about making a statement. It's just about punishing Elon Musk. And it's just about keeping this in the headlines. So the Democrats can say that all democracy is going to be hell in a handbasket. First, let me point out a lot of these laws do not actually end up getting written by people that run companies or have ever run companies. And I'll give you an example. You can have a catastrophic effect in your company, or you might be carrying a very large uh, accounts payable from a client. I've seen this happen before. Uh, I've seen the company with 100 plus employees have one client that accounts for 76% of their revenue. Now that's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? If you lose that one client, then 76% of your revenue is gone. The way this works real time in the marketplace, that let's just say you had a client that owed you millions of dollars. They keep on promising to pay. You're a founder. You're personally lending money to the company to keep it afloat to pay your, let's call it 100 employees. And all of a sudden, that one client one day stops returning your calls where they were previously promising you to pay. And eventually, uh, you get an email that says, we just can't do it. We don't have the money. We're sorry. We're not going to pay you. Well, it's at that moment in time, your company, your life as you knew it, is over. Now, according to this WARN Act, which requires you give them 60 days notice. In that scenario, you don't have 60 days under this obscure mandate. That would mean you're totally out of business, but if your employees don't like it, you, the owner, even though the company went down, they're going to try to sue you to pay them for a another 60 days. If you had the money, you would be paying them. And so you're going to hear about this worker adjustment retraining notification act. Okay. Now it's interesting. It's the federal worker adjustment retraining and notification act, which restricts large companies from mounting mass layoffs without at least 60 days notice. They're going to hop this up, but they're never going to twist the words in favor of what's really going on. See, the rule in the WARN Act is that you've got to give your employees 
60 days notice. Now, not that uh, Democrats and liberals and whiny crybabies don't pay attention to facts, but they don't. Uh, Let me share with you a little bit of education of some of the facts behind the scene that have actually gone on, and I will take you to the actual document that was sent to everybody. Uh, So you understand, well, truly, what was said at what time, and what do you really need to know about this? Well, if you look at my screen, I will guide you to the second paragraph that says, today is your last working day at the company. However, you will remain employed by Twitter and will receive notifi- will receive compensation and benefits through your separation date of January 4th, 2023. I will read that again. Today is your last working day at the company. However, you will remain employed by Twitter and will receive compensation and benefits through your separation date of January 4th, 2023. Now, during this time, you will be on a non-working notice period, and your access to Twitter systems will be deactivated. Now, while you're not expected to work during the non-working notice period, you are still required to comply with all the company policies, including the employee playbook and code of conduct, and within a week, you will receive details of your severance offer and financial resources extending beyond your non-working notice period. Now, one of the reasons we need to continue to teach math in the United States, United States of America, is because evidently these tweeps can't read. So I'm going to decode it for you. He basically said, you have no obligations from me. You're not going to lose anything. We're still going to pay you. And you get to stay at home. And we're still going to, from this point on, for 60 days, that's why you got to do the math, folks. From this day on, for 60 days, we're going to just let you stay home and pay you. You're just a, you're still an employee. You just don't have to come in and you won't have access. And then during this time, you will also get, right? You will also get your severance package. You'll see that too. So you're going to get 60 days paid, full benefits, freaking vacation, and you're going to get your benefits package and everything that goes with it by law, including COBRA and everything else. Now, this is why the media is flagging this. See, they didn't pay attention. Nobody did their homework. They're interested in sensational headlines. 
Why are they interested in sensational headlines? Because if it leads, it bleeds. And there has now been a, what's the word, fatwa? In the liberal world put out on Elon Musk. And the woke have made it their mission to take down Twitter. When I come back, I'm going to be talking about this because as this happened, the day of layoffs, magically, 43% of all the advertisers on Twitter walked away with the employees. Kind of sounds like it was planned to make a statement, don't you think? To make it hurt, don't you think? Well, I'm going to expose who's behind it and a lot more. And I'm going to cover some of the tweeping by these twerds. I'll be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. Two hundred and sixty million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now. You want to know what stinks? When you bought this brand, or maybe you bought this brand, You personally funded Black Lives Matter. Yes, you. Y-O-U. When you bought these products, your hard-earned money helped fund BLM. We think it stinks, too. Woke companies took your money and fund the destruction of America with things like critical race theory, Marxism, and more. But wait, it does get worse. Hundreds of name brands and all the big box stores... Use your money to fund the woke America-hating agenda. It's time for you to put an end to this insanity and fight back. We need to make the woke go broke. If we work together, we can save America from socialism. Just click. One simple click changes everything. MakeWokeGoBroke.click. Yes, MakeWokeGoBroke.click. Let's save America, folks. We're back. We're back. Now let's continue, now let's to, continue fight to fight back, back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct Here's Joe Vaughn. Here's Joe Vaughn. Folks, we're talking about Elon Musk trying to reduce the massive overhead that Twitter has with a tremendous amount of fat in the payroll. You have to run your companies right. It's a rule of business. Now, 
Some of the Silicon Valley companies and tech companies kind of avoid that because they think they can print money. Part of what's happened here is Twitter has, or she will call them the tweeps, T-W-E-E-P-S, not the twits, and not even the tweebs, because that's a bad connotation, just like the twits. But they call themselves tweeps, although they did run Nazi tactics over conservatives. I saw in chat somebody called them twatsies. I actually like that. There might be tweeps, but there's a lot of twatsies at the same time. Because they believed they ran rule over what can or cannot be said in the public forum. This was at the heart of it. And many of these twatsies believed they had superhero status when they could just reach out and do an algorithm to make your reach go away. I'll give you an example. Just after the 2020 election, and when I first began, I've always used Twitter, but when I first began discussing election fraud, nefarious activities, or such, my reach, meaning the number of Twitter users I would reach would see my tweets and stuff, was about 90 million. Because you, you in your dashboard, you can see the cumulative effects. At the height of their suppression, they cut my number down to a half a million. That's how serious these twatsies were about curbing reach. And now these twatsies are basically threatening to sue Elon Musk, saying they didn't get 60 days notice. But as you can clearly see, as I've shared with you, not only did they get 60 days notice, they got a 60-day paid vacation. They're technically still employees. They have all their benefits, and they're still going to get a severance package. In case you're wondering, an average severance package in the United States of America right now, if you happen to be with a company that gives you one, most don't, is about one week's of pay. If it's a fairly stable company, it'll be about two weeks of pay. Some companies use a formula that it'll be a week of your pay. So let's say if you were paid $1,000 a week, hypothetically, and you'd been there 10 years, then your severance package would be $10,000. That's kind of the formula that many have used. And so you can see all these whining and tweeping over it is just to cause rhetoric because behind this, and it's ironic, you saw just coming back in from the commercial break, you saw make woke go broke. And for those of you who know that are participating in Make Woke Go Broke, you know there's 11 companies that have uh, squished down all of the consumer brand products we buy, and they are using our own money against them. Against us, I should say. They use our money. They fund Black Lives Matter, critical race theory, and all of this social justice crap. Well, you will be surprised, you probably won't be surprised, that the same people that you see in the commercials between the breaks for Make Woke Go Broke are the same companies, the exact same companies, that have now pulled their money from Twitter trying to control free speech. One of the big ones, by the way, Pfizer, 
cut it. Now, think about that. Pfizer had a vested interest in Twitter shutting down things about the mandate, don't you think? Of course they did. Well, if it goes to free speech, all of a sudden people are going to see both sides of the equation, especially as we are on this after the fact and with the mandate. So now they're hell-bent on destroying Elon and destroying the prospects of the company, even to the point they will literally make up lies that the company is actually going to fall apart. Watch this. Thousands of Twitter employees were laid off today, and the news of the termination came in an email. One former worker says they were remotely logged off of their computers at work. CNN's Donny O'Sullivan joins us now. So, Donny, we're one week in to a new CEO, Elon Musk, in office. And what is going on there? Yeah, one week in, he's left half of the company go. Um, thousands of Twitter employees overnight learned uh, that they were fired. They learned it uh, for, to their personal email accounts because their work email accounts had already been turned off. But look, the timing of this, uh, right before... The midterm elections. If you think back to 2020, right, on election day, election week, there was all these tweets, all these viral videos that kept alleging to show voter fraud, voter fraud, voter fraud. Most of them, once they were fact-checked, once we looked into them, all proved to be bogus. Um, Twitter at the time was trying to fight it, uh, but today we learned that Twitter has caught most, many uh, of the people they have at the company fighting misinformation. And just a few minutes ago, I spoke to Jason Goldman, who was on the founding, he's a founding uh, team member at Twitter and a former executive. And, and here's what he had to say about some of the concerns. You see tools like Twitter being used by powerful influencers to spread disinformation and to question the integrity of elections and to, in general, uh, threaten the faith that people have that democracy is working as intended. And so I think, rightly, post-2016, Twitter started playing a much more active role. The, the problem is, is that Elon seems to be fairly contemptuous of that role. And, and a lot of his free speech protestations aren't really about protecting free speech. It's really more about trying to put his thumb on the scale for a particular type of political preference that he and some of his cohort have. And I think that's I think that is dangerous. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really, really big issue next week. I mean, we already know there's people lining up right to claim fraud in all these different states. Uh, Twitter, I mean, they didn't haven't always done a great job with fighting any of this stuff in the past. But now they've really just just let most of those teams go. I, I was speaking to some people who are still in there today, and they're very worried. Yeah, I mean, to do it today when a week after this, you know, we'll be on the other side of the election. Yep. Why today? Why now? Elon Musk, he's unpredictable. That's the end of the yeah. answer, I guess. Elon Musk. I, I do wonder what Jack Dorsey must be thinking about all of this, the former CEO and one of the founders. I mean, he's the one who, who really supported Elon Musk mm. taking over the company. He's Is this very, what he wanted? He's been very quiet. Yeah. Mm. All right. Tony, thank you. So, as you can see, they're trying to spin that Elon Musk, now here's what they're doing, that Elon Musk is tipping the scale for his particular political preference. I'll repeat that. They are saying that Elon Musk is doing this to tip the scale for a particular political party. Now, we have been through in excess of four years now, hot and heavy in the mid midterms of 2018, all the way up to basically now, 
especially with the maladministration selected, not elected, put in in 2020. And Twitter swore they could not in any way or form or, or shape or form use their platform to swing it for a particular party or preference. What? They swore they didn't do it, but now they're saying Elon's going to do it, right? This is, again, about inflicting damage. Now, you saw the reason why. It was simply the 60-day notice. But see, because these fact-checkers and journalists don't understand why that happens or why you have to do it, they're attributing it to something else. Anytime you're hemorrhaging $4 million a week, it's very simple math to most people that you don't go another month and just throw that money out the door. You don't go another two months and throw that money out the door. You don't go through Christmas and throw that money out the door. The people are whining and complaining, oh, it's Christmas time, these poor people, and oh my goodness, I can't believe it, and there's pregnant employees, and and it's Christmas, and it's Thanksgiving, how can you do this, oh my God. Well, it's because, see, the, the, the Twatsy sphere doesn't rely on factual information. It is one big misinformation engine. They should be celebrating that these people don't have to go to work, but are getting paid, right? Well into January, their full salary, no cutback, no nothing, no responsibilities, and they get all their benefits, healthcare, nothing changes. You just don't show up for work. And they're still going to get a severance package. But this is where the left does not pay attention to facts. Now, before I dive into the tweeping twatsies, I want to take a look, and I want to take you on a journey with me to take a look at the people behind this organizing the attack on Twitter's advertising. Because this concurred with the woke corporations reaching out and slapping Twitter for, uh, should we say, not playing along. Now, there's one big ad agency, one of the biggest in the world, that has been leading this charge. They're all over the globe. And I'm going to show you (laughs) their chief weenie. Now, why I say that, is because, let's just do a dictionary check here, folks, if we can. An ad agency buys advertisements. Can we agree on that? Ad agencies buy advertisements. They buy buy advertisements on computers, on phones, on billboards, on radio television, used to be print. There's not a lot of print, but that's what an ad agency does. Now, since I've had partners of these billion plus dollar ad agencies, I want you to understand how an ad agency works. 
an ad agency says, we'll do great advertising for you and make people buy your product. That's the goal of an ad agency should be to move your product. Can we agree on that? The companies don't stay in business unless their products sell. It's called marketing. If you don't have a product presented in a way that people desire it, it just doesn't sell. Now, the ad agencies, the way they make their money is they get a percent of the money spent. We'll just use 10%, right? 10%. So it basically means for every million dollars they place, they get a $100,000 commission. But they also get that same commission back from the places where they place the ads. The television stations give them commissions. They add other uh, print placement give them commissions. It's kind of like a double feeding thing. So these are a, a group of people that believe it's, it's the words we chose and the image we chose that really made the company successful. And so I can tell you from firsthand, both having an office at Rockefeller Center in Manhattan, living in Manhattan at the time, and, and dealing with these agencies, I understand how they think. Now, when you're in the ad agency world, you want to land the client that spends billions of dollars. Why? Because, you know, you got a $100 million payday spending their budgets a billion at a time. So you want to spend a couple, three, four billion dollars. So you get two or three, four hundred million dollars besides your all your other clients. Follow me so far? Now, these ad agencies only have one answer when things are not going right. See, I come from the world if the product's not selling, you better fix the ad and you better make it sell. And if you can't make it sell and us make uh, money on it, then uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to let you handle my money. Well, see, in the ad agency world, the only answer they have is, well, I'm sorry, we, you just didn't spend enough. We need to spend more. So their only solution is to spend more which directly means they get paid more. And that's how that world works. So let's dive in to the ad agency world that is pulling the strings behind the strings. And we'll take a look at the companies that are walking away from Twitter in order to punish Twitter. The uh, ad agency is called IPG. Interpublic Group, IPG. Now, this is their chief executive officer, um, Philip Krakowski. I want you to read what his statement is here. He basically says, okay, our goal. Now, remember, I told you. Now, this, this is very key. I just want to point this out real quick because this is so key for you to understand. You understand ad agency buys ads on TV. They buy ads on computers. They buy ads on radio. You follow me? If you thought politicians were word sausages and word salads, take a, take a gander at this fellow. Ready for this? This is his statement about their company. 
I'm telling you, this guy would make one hell of a politician because when it comes to somebody punching keywords, well, oh, Philippi is the bomb. Take a look at this. He says, our goal is to help ensure that clients' businesses and brands thrive in the digital economy. Now, can you understand digital economies? He's acknowledging it. That's why we combine brilliant creative ideas with the benefits of technology, empowering everything we do with ethically sourced (laughs) and managed data and a strategic, holistic understanding of the audiences. We also remain fully focused on the need to operate in ways that are sustainable promoting greater equity and transparency within our company and at society at large. Now, I want to give you the key words. He's saying digitally that they find ethically sourced digital things. What? Holistic digital things? What? Sustainable digital things? Equity, transparency? Do you get this gobbledygook? What is sustainable digital advertising? It's powered by grass. We checked it out. How do you uh, have equitable radio and television broadcasting? Because they we, we send the ads to our guy in Ethiopia who harvests rice with clean water, and he sends it back to us. And we're doing our part for ethically and and sustainable and holistic too. Uh, we need to we need to promote that. Well, why are you buying for Ford pickups, fishing shows when it's primarily white male men? Uh, uh, uh. That's a good question, and that's why we approach everything holistically. Uh, with ethical and sustainable equality notions. This guy should be a politician. I'm telling you right now, if I would have read, and I've spent a massive amount of money in my career on advertising, into the billions, by the way, folks. If I would have read this out of a CEO at an ad agency, I would have fired the ad agency on the spot. On the spot. Now, you can see this fellow has the mentality. He's He has bought into the woke. He's been smoking the woke weenie, right? He's like down for as much woke weenie as he can swallow. But are his employees like this? Well, unfortunately, yes. Here's some of their various agencies. Our CEO, Virginia Devling, and North American President Renee Austin joined to discuss leading with the soul, emphasizing inclusion, making an impact through action. Great keywords. But it tends to make companies go broke. But we do this in everything. We're inclusive. Uh, One of their agencies. We commit to hiring a minimum of 50% directors and editorial talent from underrepresented groups for all their content and video production. 
I'm sorry, Jovan, we reviewed your resume. We know you've done billions of dollars in sales of products on TV. But I'm sorry we can't hire you and your expertise because I'm sorry you're, you just don't have enough melanin in your skin. And we've got to go to an underreported group to get that. So what do they do? Go over and interview some guy walks in. I got a new campaign for you, motherfucker. It's going to be called the motherfucker campaign. White supremacy, bitch. Get down with that. You're hired. Because why? You have the right melanin. This has leaked into our government. We hire, we hire, we place for a lifetime and appointment Supreme Court justices who can't even define what a woman is because she's not a biologist based on the fact she's a woman and is a black American. That's her qualifications. This strategy does not pay off. Now, I looked at all their board members. Their board members all come out of think tanks, other agencies, but not anybody having to do with make sure a company is run profitably. Not a one. Not a one. These are the guys the corporations trust their money with to make sure their products keep on moving. What we're understanding about this woke economy is everybody's fighting back. Let's take a look at this uh, Interpublics Group stock. Yeah, that's right. You've driven your own stock down in the toilet over the last year. And you're trying to convince these public companies when you can't even manage your own shit You're trying to convince all these public companies you know what needs to be done with them and it's going to be done right. Now you understand, folks, that this wokeism is a sickness and it is left to us to fight it. It is left up to us to fight it. When I come back, I'm going to give you another little bit on the news. This one is incredibly laughable. But then again, it's a war out there. It's a digital war. And we're going to read some of the tweeps, tweers, that's Twitter tears, twatsies, that's Twitter Nazis, complaining about this. It's so unfair. It's unfair. And it's being amplified all over the place. It's it's just so unfair. The last segment of the program is coming up next. And if you haven't shared cut the crap with your friends in social media, now is the time to do it. Just think how much more power we all would have in saving our great country if everyone knew the truth about what really goes on behind their backs and learned how to tell the system to cut the crap. We'll be right back after this. Two hundred and sixty million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. 
Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now. You want to know what stinks? When you bought this brand, or maybe you bought this brand, you personally funded Black Lives Matter. Yes, you. Y-O-U. When you bought these products, your hard-earned money helped fund BLM. We think it stinks, too. Woke companies took your money and fund the destruction of America with things like critical race theory, Marxism, and more. But wait, it does get worse. Hundreds of name brands and all the big box stores... Use your money to fund the woke America-hating agenda. It's time for you to put an end to this insanity and fight back. We need to make the woke go broke. If we work together, we can save America from socialism. Just click. One simple click changes everything. MakeWokeGoBroke.click. Yes, MakeWokeGoBroke.click. Let's save America, folks. You feel it? Can you feel you're it? Getting more you're getting more by powerful the by the minute. Just think of the, impact, think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture. Race, race, and American, and American prostitutes, prostitutes, they all need, they all need to cut the, cut crap. the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. You would think by now these major corporations would realize that this woke culture is damaging them. Now, personally, I believe this was part of the plan that Barack Obama put into place, starting with his first term. Many of the people that were his acolytes through the university system or otherwise They did a lot of political networking, and they moved all of these uh, political operatives up inside these ad agencies, these corporations, and these 501c3. That means nonprofits, by the way. And they've moved them up in there, and now these people are controlling everything. And it's all to basically massage your mind to their way of thinking and to basically make everybody believe that this is the way to go. It is a con game. It is a psychological operation on America. That is why in my program, you hear my announcer, Fish, say that's why this program will give you a mental enema, because they fill your head with crap. I'm going to play for you a piece, uh, another piece of news, if that's what you want to call it, that ran. Uh, This is the most egregious attempt of fear-mongering that I've seen so far on this. 
Remember, they said that Twitter didn't influence anything, can't influence candidates. They don't even have it in their power to do it. But yet they're afraid of Elon doing it. And then when they heard Elon made a offer for it, everybody said, can't you let them buy? We're the most powerful, stable company on the planet. We can't let them do that. We're here to save democracy. We have built the most incredible engine and artificial intelligence for democracy. You remember all of that? Listen to this fair point. Now that you've been talking to a lot of folks um, employed by Twitter, what are they telling you? What does the separation also look like, the details of that? Sure. Uh, so the most important thing that Twitter employees want to stress is that the company is a nightmare right now. Yeah. And it, you cannot work there. And the website is built on sticks and it might fall apart. So how is it cards? Um, First off, this little twit, twatsy, whatever he is, he's terrified at what he's saying. He's no, it's not true. I'm going to play it again. I'll play you the whole thing. He is now telling you that instantly it's a house of card built on sticks and going to fall apart and nobody can work there. That's why he failed. He belly flopped, guys. He belly flopped with his woke weenieism. Here you go. Now that you've been talking to a lot of folks um, employed by Twitter, what are they telling you? What does the separation also look like? The details of that? Sure. Uh, so the most important thing that Twitter employees want to stress is that the company is a nightmare right now. Yeah. And it, you cannot work there. And the website is built on sticks and it might fall apart. So how is it cards? Um, if it falls apart by Tuesday, we're in trouble in terms of getting election information out there. The other thing they're warning to me about, oh. by the way, to regular people, like, yeah. you know, this is the thing. These people have lost their jobs and this is what they're worried about right now. On Tuesday, uh, on, mon on Monday, we'll start on Monday. On Monday, anybody can maybe buy a verification badge, right? Verif verified check. Right. Yeah. You could go and pose as anybody, an election official, a uh, public figure, whatever. And there's, they've cut the moderation staff so severely that there's no way they're going to catch up in time to these lies. Wow. So using Twitter as a trustworthy source of information on Tuesday is going to be a nightmare. That's what people inside of Twitter or people who just got laid off, some people who are still there are warning about because they go and talk to Elon who is deeply out of his depth, objectively. And they don't know what's going to happen next week during the United States elections. So who is the person, what is the entity that helps identify that Twitter will no longer be a viable source that we have looked to for, for so long going forward? Because we are in the age of misinformation. I mean, the timing could not be worse for all this stuff. The entity is us. We're going to yeah. learn the hard way on Tuesday if, if he does this by Monday. And he wants to. He's, he, says, he says he wants to ship this product by Monday. Uh, this is a way to get $8 out of lots of users. Um, we're going to see what happens. I, I'm, I don't mean to sound the alarm quite so severely here, but this could be really bad. I don't mean to sound the alarm quite so seriously here, but I'm seriously sounding the alarm. Elon is deeply out of his depth. And I can't use words very well because I'm terrified and I'm a political prostitute. You see him pointing to each other. We're, we're going to defend people. We're going to defend people. That is the worst bit of fear-mongering I've ever seen, that this company is now instantly a house of cards built on sticks, going to fall apart, don't even know if it will last till Tuesday. The great thing about this, folks, is you are, in fact, the smartest patriot in the rooms, and you know how to see this stuff and call it out for it is. As we go through this, these... Twatsies 
continue to reveal themselves. You've learned how to read past their word salad and everything else. But how do the folks at Twitter feel? Now, one of, one of the things I want to let you know, when, it, when you have a tech company, and I want to put this into perspective for you, you're going to see a lot of these people complaining, he just cut off my laptop, he cut off my access, oh my God. Well, do you remember everybody was working remote at Twitter? How did technology people work remotely? Uh, uh, 500 on laptops, please. Duh, they work on laptops, work remotely. Well, if you left the laptops on and you left their laptops accessed and they hate Elon because they're twatsies and you just made the mistake of leaving it all on, do you think they could wreak havoc? This is why emotions never win. They cannot think logically. The very first protocol you're going to do when you're walking somebody out of the building is you cut off their access so you don't get caught in attacks, ransomwares, uh, Trojan software, whatever. And that's these people getting fired are the ones that know how to do it. You don't take that risk. So was it personal? Hell no, it wasn't personal. These people got a 60-day, all-expenses-paid vacation anywhere they want to go with their own money. And they're complaining? That is the woke society. And let's look at a few of these people that are um, complaining about this. And 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 by the way, these companies that are behind it, Unilever. I t- I've already told you about Unilever. You see commercials in the program. Johnson & Johnson, uh, Unilever, General Mills, uh, Volkswagen, Audi, Lamborghini. Now, okay, they took the Lamborghini, Bentley, and Ducati accounts from Twitter. Do you think Twitter was selling Lamborghinis and Ducatis? I'm not sure, but okay. All of these brands, Johnson & Johnson, Coca-Cola, American Express, CVS Pharmacy, Nintendo, Unilever, all of these brands are controlled by this ad agency. L'Oreal has denied it, but they're saying L'Oreal did it. These companies are trying to extort Elon Musk, saying, you better keep Twitter as it is or we're going to take away your money. This is how these corporations are yanking our chains. And all of these corporations, ironically, all of these brands, I should say, are owned by those 11 groups that have pushed this down, that are spending all their money to upturn this nation and control everything and push it down into one thing. This is why we did make woke go broke dot click. And you're now seeing the full effect of it, because if they can't control the money, combined and have their media dialogue allies, they're going to make you pay for that. They're going to make you pay for it. They're going to take away your money and make you suffer. Does this kind of extortion and threats sound familiar? Yeah, it's what the whole system's been doing to us for a while. Let's uh, analyze this from the time the first email went out to where we are right now with the employees the Twatsies, 
And what are their beefs? And as a former billion-dollar corporation CEO who's been in this position, I'll give you my commentary of, well, I can tell you what the truth is, and I can tell you what Elon's going through. Let's unpack this. Here we go. Um, What you're looking at here, this is the email that went out that told everybody what was going on. It says, team, in an effort to place Twitter on a healthy plan, we will go through the difficult process of reducing our global workforce on Friday. We recognize that this will impact a number of individuals who have made valuable contributions to Twitter, but this action is unfortunately necessary to ensure the company success moving forward. Given the nature of our distributed workforce and our desire to to inform impacted individuals as quickly as possible, that's the key there, folks. You can't go around to 7,500 employees where you're laying off uh, 50% of them and tell them all by hand. It's not the way it's done. Given the nature of our distributed workforce, they're not all in buildings, they're homes, whatever, our desire to inform impacted individuals as quickly as possible, communications for this process will take place via email. By 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Friday, November 4th, everyone will receive an individual email with the subject line, your role at Twitter. Please check your email, including your spam folder. If your employment is not impacted, you will receive a notification via your Twitter email. If your employment is impacted, you will receive a notification with next steps via your personal email. If you do not receive an email from Twitter HR by 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on November 4th, please email peoplequestions at twitter.com to help ensure the safety of each employee as well as Twitter systems and customer data. Our offices will be temporarily closed and all badge and access will be suspended. Blah, blah. Shitty, 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 big bang, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, blah, blah. And uh, if you're in an office or on your way up to an office, return home. We acknowledge this is an incredibly challenging experience to go through, whether or not you are impacted. Thank you for continuing to adhere to Twitter policies that prohibit you from discussing confidential company information on social media with the press or elsewhere. We are grateful for your contributions to Twitter and for your patience as we move through this process. Well, let's see what the Twitter employees were saying. Uh, This is Gonzalo Lira. Gonzalo says, I am one of the faces of these Twitter layoffs. It's not a joke. I'm a person. I coach Little League. I go on walks with my wife. I am a drone hobbies. I am a drone hobbies. I helped design that little flag for UK, Ukraine. For what? Baffling. Baffling. Let's go to the next one. This one. Now, folks. <laughs> I'm telling you on this one, the bullshit runs deep. By the way, when you hear that word, I'm off the air, just like I did earlier, meaning on the radio side. The bullshit on some of this stuff runs deep. (laughs) This next one, I think, takes the cake of the biggest bullshit family impact, right? 
that one of these buttercups says of how it's affected his family. (laughs) This one does take the cake, I'm telling you guys. This takes the cake. Here it goes. I told my little son, Hortense, that Daddy might not have a job tomorrow. He said, Daddy, why don't the 1% understand that their, act- uh, that their actions have consequences that ripple out? Or don't they care? He's four years old. He has to see his daddy cry. <laughs> this one says, end of an era. This is a brutal way to go after 10 years, but Twitter isn't defined by last night. It's defined by the culture, the culture we made the lifelong friendships, and how we supported each other and the damn good work we did along the way. You're my people forever. Elon, you're a piece of shit. Firing these amazing and wonderful people right before the holidays. You are an irredeemable and national security threat. Karma's a bitch, man. If Elon Musk is a hero to you, and you're clapping your hands in glee as thousands of people were fired in such a callous manner, I suggest you read Love Where You Worked, hashtag, and contemplate what was it in your life that turned you into a soulless husk? And of course, he's quoting this one off at quoting one last Thursday in San Francisco office, really my last day at Twitter, right? I'm eight months pregnant. And I have a nine-month-old. Just got cut off from laptop access. Does that math work? Eight months pregnant and has a nine-month-old. I guess it does. But boo-hoo. You know the only way that would have been prevented? If Twitter had a policy that they can't hire pregnant people or... People can't get pregnant at Twitter. That's the only way they could have prevented that. Folks, it's a large company. It's going to impact all kinds of people. Next one. This is uh, (laughs) for Twitter's one team yesterday was indescribably hard and desperately sad. Mass outpouring of empathy and love for tweeps, past and present. For those who love where you work demonstrates why the culture is so important. And who is this? Uh, This is the person that's the international person for inclusion, diversity, equity, and accessibility at Twitter. Inclusion, diversity, equity, and accessibility. Okay. How about this one here? Hey, Elon Musk, you're a douche. I don't care that you see... I don't care that you seemingly do not care about throwing away $44 billion of your own money down the drain. I truly don't. But treating people with respect is the deciding factor between being a douche or not, and you're a freaking douche. He's commenting on one that says, here's the first official communication from Tweeter's new leadership to its staff a week after Musk took over a fun game where you get to find out you've been fired or layoff. Uh, by 9 p.m. tomorrow, based on whether the email pops up in your account. Catherine McNally says, the beauty in this heartbreak is that we now know what an inclusive, empathetic work culture looks like. May we continue to be role models 
to bring continued positive impact to all those around us. Thank you all for the lessons, the growth, and the experience. Abby says, it disgusts me how Elon Musk has zero consideration for Twitter employees. He has never lived paycheck to paycheck. He just ruined lives by stripping away how to provide food, shelter, clothing, health care from a ton of people. Ego fucking sociopathic maniac. Fuck Elon. Well... I have to tell you that I am uh, a fact checker. And I do want you to know that Elon Musk has been broke many times in his career. Elon Musk was kicked out of companies, PayPal for one, many times in his career. As recent as 2008, he was completely broke. Completely broke. But He put all of his assets in to SpaceX to the point that he gave gave all of his stock over, everything, to get SpaceX off the line and to keep Tesla from going broke. He just handed over all his stock and said, you only give it back to me if I save the company. Well, not only did they save the company, but by 2010, he was completely cashless. He had no cash assets whatsoever. Family and friends loaned him money so he could continue. And in the process, he saved Tesla and SpaceX. What do you mean he's never had to live paycheck to paycheck? These people don't know what they're talking about, and this is part of the rhetoric that they share, because you know what? They know better, but it's not about fact-checking, is it, folks? It's just about, fuck, Elon. Let's go on, because, you know, most people don't know that Elon went broke to save Tesla in 2008, and now he's worth $21 billion. And by the way, that was at that time, because since this article was written just a few years later, He's now worth, what, $200 billion? <laughs> Probably my last Twitter message. The ML Ethics Transparency and Accountability Team was one of a kind. Forever grateful to that bunch who took a chance on me. So let me make sure I've got this. The Ethics Team. And by the way, ML stands for machine learning, just so you know, machine learning. The machine learning ethics and transparency and accountability team. By the way, yes, the whole team got wiped out. She tweets about it. Yep, the tweet, the team is gone. The team that was researching and pushing for algorithmic transparency and algorithmic choice. The team that was studying algorithmic amplification. The team that was inventing and building ethical AI tooling and methodologies, all gone. You know why? Those were the guys that were suppressing you. Those that were the guy were suppressing socialist platform. You bet your bippy, Joan. You're out of here. A thank you to the Twitter employees who fought to stop abuse on this platform. You've been treated badly and you don't deserve it. Musk is a noob. Bring him down. Getting rid of public policy people when you're claiming to do real free speech is the stupidest move ever. 
Folks, this is how bad it is. Because we live in a time where most people have no idea and understand business and everybody feels freaking entitled. You don't get paid to show up. You don't get paid to breathe and draw a check. It's like the little barista that looked like a dude, sound like a dude. We found out after the fact it's a trans dude. It's a girl upset because they now expect her to work eight hours a day. And I can't do it. I can't handle it. What's going on here, folks, is social media is losing its, its soul, its nefarious soul. They got drunk on power. They redefined what ethics were in the wrong way. They defined what was right for society based on what they think not what you think for your family. They decided they were better for your children than you as parents. They decided they were better teachers than teaching the basics of what should be taught. They decided they would change and reshape society. It's been a plan going on for a long time. I just looked at Facebook. I think it was today. Um... Not too long ago, they were, what, almost $400 a share. Now they're at, what, 90, 83? This wokeism backfired and wiped out seven years of increases. That is because America does not go for that shit. It's that simple. And it's because America is fed up. When you find out and you wake up to the fact of all this word sausage and word salad crap, and you finally realize this entire time they've been using your money against you, we pay for those ballots. We pay for those voting machines. We pay for those employees. We pay for those senators. We pay for those Congress people. We pay for all the government structure. We pay for everything. These people have forgot that they work for us. We have forgot that we have the power. Now is the time to wake up and understand you are the cure. You are the army. You are part of the army you've been waiting on. And that's what they don't want any of us to know. When you realize you have three votes in life, your actual ballot, which in a couple of days is probably going to matter more than any other ballot you have cast in your life. Then you vote with your time, like watching programs like this. Instead of investing it in some, the study of lesbian lizards in Libya by Discovery Channel. Crap. Your time is your vote as well. Are you investing time into that woke crap? Are you investing time where all of a sudden everybody in a commercial is now black and you're wondering what the hell happened? How did everybody get black and gay and transsexual? But there's kids. Wait, what's wrong here? Where are they coming from? And then your dollars. Your third vote in your life is your dollars. These woke corporations 
don't want you to have free speech. They are on an agenda to jam every one of us down, just like the government, limit our choices on products that they willingly bring in from overseas and fund China, and then use our own money against us to basically convince us it's okay to have sex with young children. Oh, yeah, if she thinks she's a boy, let's cut her boobies off. They're doing it with our own money, folks. This is why you have to understand you are the cure. You're it. You've always been it. I've told you that since day one. If you don't like what's going on in America, you better get activated. If you don't like what you're seeing in TVs and the movies, take away your time and your dollars from them. If you want to save America, folks, you better dig in and learn why you have the three most important types of votes there are, your ballot, your time, and your dollars. Do me a favor, folks. Share this. We've got to get this word out. You've got to make sure you're getting my notifications on all platforms. They're going to fight hard to suppress the message. And you, if you want to save America, you owe it to your family and friends to get this information out there, folks. It's that simple. And I'll still be here every day, every 12 hours, fighting in the trenches with you side by side, showing you the real truth, showing you the real information, helping you understand why certain things are done to make sure you are the smartest patriot in the room. And if we work together, we'll save our country. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority, and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Bon Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap.